Hello again and welcome to Single Mom Dating and Bold Women Talking podcast and blog. Um, Today I'd like to talk about how to not hate dating and actually enjoy the process. I've been dating now for, well, quite a few years and some of it's been great, some of it not so great and some of it really not great. So I totally get when um, I hear a lot of women saying how much they hate dating. And I've gone through that myself. It's had its ups and downs. And now I've kind of moved into the process where um, I'm actually really enjoying it. Even with the not so great things that happen in it, I've come to realize that all of it is a learning process and if you don't date with a purpose and you don't have your ideals in mind of what you really want out of everything I think it can really make for not a great process and you begin to then go down the rabbit hole with the I hate dating and it's evil and I don't know why I'm doing this and yeah I think we really can go down that rabbit hole and have a hard time coming out of it so I'm going to give you some ideas uh, stuff that's helped me stuff that I know that has helped friends and women that I've talked to um, start to enjoy the process Um, and that's really getting I think real about it So we think about things like, how do I want to look? How do I want to feel coming out of this? What is my intention? So everything needs to be kind of intentional. From, do I look good in this outfit? Do I really think this guy is wanting to date? Is he ready to date? That's another question and exploring those processes and asking those questions. You don't know if you don't ask. So I find that I've had the experience where, you know, I've outright asked, are you ready for the kind of relationship that I'm looking for? And recently, in the last six months or so, I've really decided that there are pointed questions that I do need to ask. Sometimes I shouldn't have to ask because people should be transparent, but the truth is they're not. So the questions I've started asking is, are you ready for a relationship? And then listening to what their response is and then exploring that with them. Sometimes you don't realize I'm doing it, but I get a lot out of what is said and body language. So sometimes body language will tell you something completely different than what is coming out of a person's mouth. And it goes for both men and women. This is not synonymous just to dudes dating us, but I think some women um, aren't authentic in the process as well. So... 
why are you dating? Is it to find that great relationship um, and, you know, get to the altar or, you know, become engaged, become married, create a great relationship um, and a friendship? I mean, that's where anything should start. So there's that, right? And it can be exhausting. What do you want? What are you looking for? And so I think in order for somebody to actually be able to genuinely answer you, you need to know exactly what you want out of it. So do they want to just date? Are they fresh out of um, a serious relationship? And maybe they're just exploring who they are, what they want, what they don't want. And I think a lot of times people should not be dating outside of a fresh breakup. I'm just going to say it. It's not okay. It's not cool. It's not good. And I think the reason I feel this way is because you never know when you're going to meet the one. So you better be ready. You better be ready because you might meet that girl or that guy that, wow, under any other circumstances, you'd probably be heading to an altar somewhere quick. You know, maybe in Vegas, because they're that amazing. And that person doesn't deserve you at your worst when you're not healed and you're not sound mentally and you're not ready. You have no business dating the healed, evolved, fantastic man or woman because really you're just dragging them down to a place that they're not in. And really, how dare you? Sit down, do your healing, work through your process, and let that person find the person that they deserve. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I know there's going to be people who don't like this, who it triggers. Um, and if it triggers you, honestly, I think that's great because right there, that tells me that there's something you need to heal. And I hope that you decide to look at it and get the help for that that you need. Because whenever we get triggered and we get angry about something and we, you know, it makes our gut turn and it makes us angry, that just tells you, or it should tell you, that, oh, there's something there I need to figure out. I need to fix this. And if you're not fixing that, truthfully, you're not going to enjoy the dating process. Maybe not ever. Um, you know, one of my podcasts is going to be, um, is he a complete asshole or is she a complete bitch? And is that true? No, that I think that's our perception when we're angry of what either all men are or what either all women are because so-and-so did this awful thing to me and I'm not healed from it then if that's the case, 
we really shouldn't be dating. And again, we're not going to enjoy the process. So, some tips. I cannot tell you how important therapy is. Whether that's counseling, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, um, CBT, you name it, Reiki even. Getting right with yourself is the biggest thing in order to move forward to enjoy the process. Another is writing down what you want. What do you want in your life? What do you want in your world? Do you want somebody who is into fitness? Do you want somebody who loves to cook and enjoys healthy food? Do you want, what do you want? What are you looking for? When you get honest and get real about what you're looking for, again, you enjoy the process a whole lot more and you start to learn not to hate dating because it's become a process and you're exploring it, you're maybe even being creative with it, um, you're figuring out how you want to date and what that needs to look like for you in order to be happy. Now, not all situations are going to create happy, but you need to start looking at even the neg even the bad situations or the bad dates that didn't turn out um, as a learning lesson. What did I learn from this? Okay, so I learned that he isn't ready for a relationship, but I found out that I could love somebody, whether I said it or not, non-judgmentally, I could allow him to feel his feelings without stepping into it and feeling like if he was upset it was my fault or if he was having a bad day it was my fault or it was my fault because he's having a moment where he's pining over his ex-wife and their divorce. Is that my stuff? Nope, not my stuff. But I can support him through that process. I can hold his hand and allow him to go through that and not take onus for it. Adversely, when things come down, you need to know that you can speak your truth in that matter too. So if something is going on that is not a good experience for you and you're learning from this, it's okay to also speak your truth. Did I take the moment to say that I get what you're going through but it's not okay for you to dump A, B, C, and D on my lap. And speak your truth in saying that if this is what things were going to be like for you and you knew this was bubbling under your surface, because most people are aware, let's just be real. You shouldn't have been dating. 
me or specifically anyone else in general because you haven't done yourself work to heal this for yourself. And now you're creating wreckage really elsewhere or you're trying to. It depends on the person you're dating and whether they're ready, ready to receive that information. And if they're not, that gives you two choices. You stay and you put up with it or you graciously say, this is not for me. And when you are ready for a relationship and the kind of relationship that I want, I'm going to end this now. Scary. So what else can you do to enjoy the process? Well, looking after you. I know for myself that when I left a very toxic relationship about three years ago, I was with a guy who couldn't even be bothered to say that I was beautiful or give me a, comp a compliment to save his life or to celebrate any of my accomplishments or even just be thankful for me making dinner. There was always an expectation, but never, but never any, I don't know. I don't know how to put that. So there was always an expectation of me, yet he would never step up to the plate and fulfill any expectations that there were of him, um, both in our relationship, uh, his parentage, or really anything of the sort. So I made the decision consciously um, to get myself into therapy, which was the best thing that I have ever done for myself because then that was the catalyst for me to move further. Um, I also teach a CBT course through the not-for-profit that I work for called Living Life to the Full. And I really, in those moments of me going to therapy and then teaching that class, I realized that I can't teach this if I'm not going to be authentic. And if I'm not going to be authentic, I needed to, I really needed to get real. So I made my plan to leave. Um, I did not divulge to him what was going on. I knew that I needed to leave quickly. I needed to leave without his knowledge because I didn't want to be dragged back into the situation. Um, I then moved out and then after that I decided I needed to look after myself. What did that look like? I decided to hit the gym. I wanted to not only look better, I wanted to feel better, and I wanted to feel really good about myself. I started doing a lot of um, meditative practice and mantra. I started using my tools in my tool bag, which were also um, hypnosis, and using that as a way to get out, feel better, do better, and live my best life. So fast forward a year and a half. I'm fitter, I'm stronger, I'm happy, I'm healthy. And there isn't much that I feel like can stop me. <laughs> let's, let's just explore that a little bit. So 
So exploring why I feel like nothing can stop me. And that's, I got right with myself. I figured out how I wanted to show up in this world and how I wanted people to see me and that I wanted to be an example, hopefully for other women and even in, you know, the men dating me, seeing that, you know, there are women out there that know what they want, that have it together mostly and really want to be there for them. I do hope that, you know, I achieve that and I go into every date and every you know possibility of a relationship hopefully it turns into a relationship but I do go into it with this whole idea that I'm here this is who I am I'm being authentic I'm showing up in a way that should be attractive um, at least for myself if they don't, like, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'm well aware of that. I am not out there to be everybody's cup of tea. Um, you know, some guys don't like a girl that works out, or some guys don't like a woman who is able to speak her truth, and some guys really don't like that. Um, but that I'm not afraid, and that I, you know, have a certain tenacity. But I'm showing up as myself. And that I'm not afraid to love and I'm not afraid to be strong in that and that I'm looking for a man who can match my um, veracity when it comes to knowing what I want living the way that I want and being exactly me and being able to be in the moment just to just be right and I have to say, you know, another thing for the whole process that I went through leaving my relationship was that I can't imagine ever going back to that space. Never. Like, it's never going to happen that I will allow myself to get to that negative space again now another thing in order to start actually enjoying the process is understanding that we have the ability to either allow or not allow certain things to happen these are choices and that our choices define how we are going to either hate this process or enjoy it, right? So am I going to allow him to say this to me? Am I going to allow her to act in this way towards me? Or am I going to allow myself to respond when there's a negative or a not so great situation happening. I get to make those choices and I also get to pick which hill I'm willing to die on. Nobody gets to make those choices for me. Those are my choices. And just because some, somebody puts something on your doorstep doesn't mean you need to step in. 
And doesn't mean you need to fight because somebody can't fight with you if you're not fighting back. Um, they just run themselves out of steam eventually if you're just like, okay, yeah, it's not my problem. But if it, if it is something that I'm, you know, creating, that's different. You need to learn how also in the dating process to take responsibility for your own actions, your own words, and how you show up. That's really important, taking responsibility for that. I know that in today's day and age that, you know, we allow the whole thing to kind of come around to this notion of, oh, well, I went through this really bad thing, so I don't have to take responsibility for my attitude. Yes, you do. Somewhere down the line, you're going to learn that, oh, okay, well, yeah, this thing happened to me, but that doesn't okay it for me to act like a complete jerk to my partner, especially if it's something that somebody else did to you. It's not your partner's responsibility to heal that for you. That is your responsibility. That is a huge word, I know. And most people don't like that word. But when you get real and really real and getting real, it's it's mucky, it's dirty, it's nasty, it's you digging up all of those things that you need to heal in order to move forward in any relationship. Whether that is friendship, relationship with a man or a woman, even relationships with your parents and your children, right? In order to live a happier life and a more healed life, we need to move through those processes. It's, I can't guarantee you that it's going to feel good. It's going to, you know, um, make you happy at the moment. But I can guarantee you that moving through all of that is worth it. Another thing about, you know, starting to learn how to enjoy dating is take chances go do things that you wouldn't normally do and have fun with it just have fun like you can't go out on a date being all in a mood and expect that you're going to enjoy that date or that person's going to enjoy dating you for that matter so one of my best dates in the last while was when I was on vacation in Kelowna um, and I learned how to paddleboard. We had the best time even though people were falling in the water and not being you know as successful as they probably wanted to be um, on the paddleboard and falling in the water. Uh, you know, this is great. This is like the best time. There's nature, there's laughter, there's fun. Um, it was great. 
and it was something I'd never done before. So I was really stepping out of my comfort zone and exploring, you know, new things for myself. So when I say, you know, start figuring out what you want, this is part of it. Learn to be excited about what you might learn, what you might do, uh, what you might talk about, and it's mindset, right? So we're talking, I guess a little cognitive behavior therapy there. So teaching your brain to relearn how to do things in a way that you're telling yourself, I'm going to enjoy this. You're faking it till you make it basically. So if I decide I'm going to go on this date, but I'm going to hate every minute of it, I'm going to hate every minute of it. But if I go on a date and say, I'm really going to enjoy this and I'm really going to explore you know, what this person is looking for and I'm really going to, you know, let them know what I'm looking for and I'm not going to be afraid to do that. And there's going to be a quality conversation that's happening and I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to have fun with this. And you will begin to notice that the dating process doesn't become so daunting. Um, flipping through all of the pictures on social media um, with the dating apps is not so daunting. I sat with my girlfriend and one of my favorite people yesterday and she looked through um, my Tinder account with me. It was awesome. We, we had so much fun. We giggled. We were almost dying laughing, we <laughs> crying um, and deciding like, Oh yeah, do you think this guy is, and she's like, no, no. So I guess that's another part of maybe enjoying the process is maybe getting your friends involved. Those people who really care about you, they have your best interest in mind and they know you really well, or they should. And I'm talking like your best friends, your friends that you tell everything to, that you know you can laugh with, you can cry with, you can get angry at, and they'll always love you. Get them involved in the process. It can, it's really fun. It, I mean, I had a great time with it and discovered that they really know me. She really knew me. She really knew what I wanted and she really has listened to me. And just in that, it made me happy and excited to be like, okay, I wonder if any of these guys we swiped right on are going to be a great date. So that's something to think about. Um, I hope that you've got something out of this podcast and that, you know, you're going to start living a happier, more fun-filled uh, dating life. And if you have any other suggestions or ideas, please feel free to contact me. Um, I promise that I will put all of the information in this podcast. I was supposed to do it in the last one, but it uh, my recording system didn't let me. So hopefully I'll figure it out today. So you can contact me both on Facebook and also on my website. Um, I look forward to talking to you. And yeah, let's talk. There is a button on my um, first page of my website where you can contact me. It's called Let's Chat and uh, have coffee or tea together. Anyways, I look forward to talking to you soon. Our next episode is going to be single mom dating and dating boundaries. 
So I'm super excited for that, and I look forward to talking to you again. Uh, take care.